You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tonight in the Cooligans, we look at USMNT's chances in these three international World Cup qualifiers. We also talk about the NWSL and their contract negotiation issues, and we have a fun little debate about it. Also, we praise El Dominicano Kevin Paredes going to Germany. This is going to be exciting. That's right. Plus, I'm right in the debate. But then we talk to Ana Jurka <laughs> from Telemundo. She's absolutely incredible. This is the proudest moment for both my mom and Christian's mom. And then find out why. We make Ana Yorka punch and kick the sky. That and more <laughs> today on the Cooligans. Hi, this is Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger, and you are listening to our best friends and favorite comedians, the Cooligans. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yes. Let us go. Yeah, that is, uh, yeah, that's the, you know, we just, it, it said, yeah, baby, we could just scream football. Yeah. That could be a good, a good goal call. Now that, that I think also, about it. Just the name of the sport. <laughs> like if an MLS is sport, <laughs> you just yell soccer. <laughs> Actually, that's probably the perfect thing to yell because of our guest today. You know yeah, what that's I mean? Right. That's right. Hello, everybody. <laughs> welcome uh, to the show. Uh, welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show right here on Football Sports Network. It's also the gulliest. Come on. You guys already know. Why are we okay. even doing this? You've been you know? here before. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, yes, uh, uh, like Alexis mentioned, our guest today is Ana Yurka from Telemundo Deportes. Uh, we, we have uh, an incredible conversation with her. Uh, I, and really just yeah, I connect with our roots of Telemundo. You know what I mean? It's right. an important institution for us. If you guys don't care about this episode, I don't care because this is really for our mom's fridges. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is going to be printed out yeah. and put on them fridges. That's this all is, this is for. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, essentially our, like, elementary school report card this episode, uh-huh. okay? We <laughs> yeah, have, yeah. We're trying to make mommy proud. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I know you guys will be joining us in uh, in a moment. Uh, so, let's, um, but let's start... This obviously it's a big, uh, you know, next a couple days of international window, you know, a, a proper FIFA international window. We're gonna have some World Cup qualifiers uh, back in our lives. The 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 stress. I was about uh, to ask you, where's your level of stress with this window? We've got Honduras, El Salvador, and Mexico, right? Right. Not easy. We're also playing <laughs> inside of a large restaurant's walk-in refrigerator. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, this okay, is, yeah, there's like, why is there meat hanging on the, off the ceiling? <laughs> I don't know, those old types of cured meats. And then, when was the last time you threw out these clams? Which is why is Gordon Ramsay here? Right, but it's, also, it's it's not Mexico; it is Canada. The, the three is El Salvador, sorry, Canada, Canada, and El Salvador. Yeah, yeah. Which Canada? Why we should play that in Tahiti if we can get them cold boys out of there? Uh, but why? Where is your level of stress? Like, how how difficult do you think this window is going to be? Because I'm not that worried, and that's got me worried. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, look, I, I would say I feel I feel less stress than 
Mexico national team fans probably are. I think they're under. But that could uh, be perpetual. They could <laughs> be saying they could already have qualified. And for some reason, <laughs> there's less stress on this side of the border. You know? <laughs> so I feel a little bit better than, than uh, most of their fans right now. But for the U.S. men's national team, I I feel like the. You know, some people are saying this should be a nine-point window, and blah blah blah, and like we we gotta stop that with 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 per- perfection being the 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 standard. Okay, this- well then let's stop it right after I ask you this. How many points do you think we're going to get from this window? But the right answer is that we'll stop. We're going to get 15 points this window. I don't know how it's going to work, but that's what I expect. Oh, you didn't hear about You've heard of extra time. You've never heard of extra credit, my G. (laughs) (laughs) There's extra points to be had. Okay. I mean, look, add a three-point line or whatever you got to do to soccer. A two-goal line? (laughs) Bro, you think that wouldn't hit so hard? You love the NBA. Imagine it with their feet. <laughs> so the um I I would say realistically um uh, six points is the most is is what my expectation. I think a loss to Canada uh you know Canada at home is a possibility. Canada has been really really good. The only thing they don't have You're Alfonso Davies. To lose? No, I'm not to expecting Canada? to lose. I'm just saying it's a possibility. So I expect six points. I expect the the wins against El Salvador so, no, no, no. and Honduras. If you expect six points, that means you expect two wins and a loss, which means you expect to lose <laughs> to Canada. I expect those. I'm look. If I'm pleasantly surprised with a point in Canada, I think that'd be great. So, uh, but no, I think uh, so. The six points, I think, is is realistic here. The, uh, I actually can- think we beat. I actually think we. The I actually think Canada will probably be our easiest match of the oh. uh, of the three because I think Honduras and El Salvador are just going to play us gritty as hell. Okay, I think that I think those two are going to be the gulliest matches. And if you look at the squads we've the squad we put out, yeah, they're playing in Europe. Yeah, they're a little bit more, you know, sort of tactically developed than our previous generations, you know. But they're a little bit too comfortable. Them boys in El Salvador and Honduras, you know, them losing means a lot of uncomfortable comment. Grandma's not picking up. Well, I won't pick up the phone no more. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's a lot more that's on the line. You know, if on the U.S. men's national team, if they lose. Ain't nobody going to know what, what is Weston McKinney going to get made fun of. You know what I mean? <laughs> While he's eating pasta in Italy. I mean, that's it. You know what I mean? They can pasta come home ranch, and unchanged. You know? you know what I mean? <laughs> they keep slapping the ranch out of his hand as he's trying to put it on pizza in Italy, in Turin. What, uh, that's it. You know what I mean? It's going to be a lot worse for uh, them Central American boys. I think in Canada, they think they're great. They're number one. They're feeling high on themselves. They're going to come into this game sunglasses on. You know what I mean? They're going to be too cool, too comfy. You know? Yeah, yeah. Typical, typical Canadian confidence. We all yeah, know about it. Too We've much all heard flair, about this. You know? Where do they get all this swag from? Is this Drake's fault? But, it's going to be a lot of that. Alfonso Davies is not going to be playing in this uh, game. Uh, he has he had the issue with the uh, myocarditis. So with the, uh, he had a slightly inflamed heart. And we obviously uh, hope for full recovery. I hope he's okay. Uh, but uh so I think this this will be the one um advantage probably that the that the US or disadvantage for Canada but this is where you know Alfonso Davies is just an incredible uh, offensive threat uh right. even even being a a fullback so the oh no he can, makes look, that he makes that offense tick cuz he he can get he can right. get past your midfield within <laughs> seconds you know what I mean? and he can get back on defense yeah, before yeah. You're, you're like I swear there's two of them this, this dude got twins I don't care what but, anybody says 
But the thing here, and I think a, a lot of people were, are uh, sort of annoyed with, is is the, the the what the weather the weather situation, right? And and the fact that these games are going to be held in in uh, in Minnesota uh, and in Ohio, uh, it's going to be cold. You were seeing the training uh, photos; it's snowing, uh, and then on top of that, they're going to Canada. So it's just like Canada. Right. You're not going to out cold Canada. Canada yeah. will be like, okay, oh, you're gonna you think it's gonna? <laughs> oh, you're gonna play in the northern part of your country? Do you want to play in the northern part of our country? Because that would suggest you get a couple dogs in a sled if you want to make it to where we're going to play this game. Okay, there's no car, cars cannot ride on the ice over here. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been I've been so far north in Canada when I was a kid that I asked the the tour guide or whatever the guy who was really it was a bus. It was the guy who was driving the bus, and I said, I go, why do all the cars have like a a, a plug hanging out of them? And he was like, oh, it's because it's so cold up here. You have to plug the cars in at night and it keeps the oil warm because if not, your oil freezes overnight. <laughs> and I was like, what made you people stay here? Have you heard? Have you have you heard of Florida? You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, why are you living here? That's where Canada can play this game. It is. Uh, look, it's it, at, the, at, at the very least. It's irresponsible. Right. Let's not be right. crazy. You know, do you <laughs> think it's an advantage, though, to play these games in Remember Minnesota was colder than the moon last year <laughs> or the year before? <laughs> don't you remember that? It was colder in Minnesota cold. than the moon. So they know. So they keep track, obviously, of the temperature of the moon. And they <laughs> this found is, this is the part that, that surprises that, you that, of that, what I just said. That Minnesota, that the, 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 moon the moon was more comfortable to live in than than Minnesota. <laughs> no it, one I, said that. It was warmer <laughs> on the moon than it was. In Minnesota, or maybe it was <laughs> Buffalo. It might have been Buffalo. <laughs> I cannot. We, no, no, I when you say anything of scientific fact, I'm like, there's no way. No, we need to get someone to corroborate this evidence because there's no way this is accurate. But who it's knows? It's 100% true. <laughs> All right, Christian. Right now, this next topic. Hotter than the moon. I don't know if you know that. Uh, <laughs> also, we, we did confirm uh, or we did, we verified Alexis's statement from before. Right. And it wasn't that Minnesota was right. colder than the moon, say. but it was uh, colder than Mars. Right. So, Which starts with an M, a little bit further away, <laughs> even more impressive. I was giving okay. you credit. And by the way, it didn't say it wasn't colder than the moon. So <laughs> that's still a possibility. Uh <laughs> Let's let's talk about the NWSL because this is, I guess, disappointing is probably the term, right? We, again, we're recording this on Wednesday, so things may have cleared up by now. But it, as it looks right now, a lot of uh, NWSL stars are posting hashtag contract now and an mm -hmm. uh, NWSL PA statement uh, that basically states that the league is no longer negotiating the contract. They've put out their what they call their best offer. And I guess it's it's not they good said enough. They don't ne negotiate with terrorists. What? Damn. Why did they say that? <laughs> well, you're certainly not going to have a good negotiation <laughs> if you're calling his names. But uh, they refused to negotiate further than the last offer, and uh, and yeah. it's not good enough. So it's not going to get signed. And it looks like we're heading towards a some type of strike, uh, or at least a a work stoppage of sort. And right. uh, you know, with the way the NWSL is building, with the momentum and and, and you know the added eyes. This could be a real shame, but you also you got to side with the players here. Yeah, I mean, look after the 2021 and the you know obviously the the bombshell article from from Meg Linehan, uh, uh, just all the kind of just issues being uh, raised with with the league and 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 pay and and no more side hustles and obviously fans want to support 
players and the the players clearly have the 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 leverage now and that, and that's that's obvious but the Look, it's kind of surprising that there isn't no agreement in place. You can probably understand that this is a pivotal time uh, to be an NWSL player and say, hey, you know, we've dealt with a, a lot of these problems. We uh, within this agreement, uh, we want to re- kind of prevent experiencing these negative things again, uh, whether it's with abusive coaches, whether it's with, you know, dealing with um, pay, whether it's where are you going to train and all. So the players are like, look, let's just fix this right now so that the, you know, next generation of players are, you know, this is sort of an afterthought and they're not experiencing any of this stuff. So I think they're they're pushing and and asking for a lot, uh, and which is probably, you know, uh, well-deserved and reasonable to ask for. So, but we don't know the details of what they're asking for, and we don't know the details of what the league is kind of pushing back against. And you can imagine that the league, uh, the board of governors or whatever, are probably don't want to give give too much here in this in negotiation. But w- we probably will never know what it is, what what the details are. But this I feel is like a, eventually we'll know. And the part that I disagree with you on is that you said the players have leverage. What leverage do they have? I mean. It sucks. I I wish it weren't that way. But what leverage do the players have? Well, I mean, the they're the uh, they they provide the labor of uh, of for the league and that and and provide the product. So that they, no, there's I, clearly I they, disagree. I think the league is the product. You know what I mean? Like those players couldn't go. I mean, they could essentially, but it would be very difficult for them to go start their own league. Right? The league itself is the product. The clubs are the product. The the players wearing those shirts, you could argue that some of them are the reason that, you know, the people come into the stands and watch it. And the reason why the, you know, the TV contracts are where they are and the reason the sponsors are where they are is because there's certain players that play in that league. But really, for the overwhelming majority of them, they could be replaced by other players and the fans of those teams would still be fans of those teams. You know, those clubs would still have the ticket sales that they have. And this is the part that's that and this is why I think it's so important for the players to win this negotiation. And like you said, we don't know what the what the ins and outs are of it, but you would assume that they're asking for more money or at least more money on an average so that players don't have to live with host families. So players don't have to go and get second jobs, uh, don't have to go play in another league in their offseason and actually get a chance to rest their bodies uh, so that they can make ends meet, you know, things like that. They don't have to do those things. But the truth of the fact is most of these players don't get paid a true living wage you know what i mean and yeah. it's unfortunate but the the owners know they could put out a substandard offer and sit back and say if you strike most of you are go are not going to be able to hold out for as long as you think you can because i'm right. sure you haven't been able to save your money maybe you have responsibilities you have families it sucks yeah but they, it is the 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 pr hit that they would take if that is they if that is the stance. They already take a bad PR hit. I'm just saying, it doesn't but that, matter. It is doubling down on something even worse. To 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 when it you matter. know these players are suffering and these some are, players are these struggling. Are billionaires, dude. They're not they all billionaires. Don't, sure, I don't they, think these are multimillionaires at most. In not the, every not every every team say. not every team can take this hit of like oh whatever we just won't play games. It, the people really who hurt, own it. This is a loss leader. This is a reason. Uh, this is a write-off on most of their taxes. If they lose this, they were like, oh, well, who was that lady that they uh, they wanted to get out of the uh, Atlanta dream? The the terrible uh, 
politician, Kelly oh, Loeffler, uh, was it? Left Loeffler. Loeffler, Loeffler. This woman, she didn't care. She was like, hey, I gave you a team. If you don't want me to have it, fine. I mean, it didn't. She still got to sell her stock before everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, these yeah. people are, this is just another line but item every, on their taxes. Alexis, everybody knows she, she was a confirmed terrorist. We've we yeah, sorted yeah, that yeah. out already. And you don't negotiate with these people. By the way, <laughs> we you need to throw a lot like of that. allegedly's on this show <laughs> if you're going to say that. <laughs> yeah, like, my point is, they've already lost the court of public opinion. They're already considered bad by the fans because you're an owner. Inherently, the fans don't like you. You lose nothing. By holding out, you lose more by giving in now and then giving in again in the next CBA. And look, I'm I'm siding with the players. It doesn't sound like it. I'm siding with the players. But me having the evil brain that I have that I should have been a billionaire, right? I'm letting you know this is what they're saying. It's like, yo, they don't like us anyway. So what? We don't lose anything. There's well, look, the court of public opinion matters nothing. That's like Cal Martino and and all these people that were running for president that one year of U.S. soccer. Everyone's like, they're the guy. They're the guy. Meanwhile. You know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Carlos Cordero was out doing the, the work of shaking the hands of the people that were going to vote, lost the court of public opinion, got the job. It doesn't matter right. what we think and how we feel doesn't matter unless we can affect the pocket of these owners. And it does the league to them, unless this is their only thing, it doesn't matter to them enough to say, let's give you everything because they stand more to gain by giving you nothing and waiting you out and starving you out. I don't know. I'm look. Maybe I'm just the optimist here. I, I but I don't. I one. I think they the NWSL uh, and 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 the the board of government they should do the right thing. But the of I, course. I, 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 but 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 I also don't think that they they that teams like Angel City, San Diego, uh, uh, Kansas City, a lot of these newer teams, new new ownership that uh, that are you know trying to make. Uh, the league look better, make make the clubs more exciting, make the the sport more I- interesting. They, I don't think they they're willing to take that hit. That that's just, you know. You're we, talking we about just, a, you're talking about what twenty five percent of the league. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they have they have an influence on the decisions of what happens in the whole. So twenty five percent. That's not there's enough clearly to vote. disagreement. There's clearly disagreement uh, within. It ain't enough. The owners. All right. Well, look, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's going to be a decision in the next couple of days. We're going right. to have a lockout, or we're going to see NWSL preseason. So we'll, I hope we'll see. You're right. I'm, I'm hoping we see some games. All right. Uh, okay. We'll 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 argue a little bit more a little bit later about something else. I'm sure. Que lo que mi gente, we are back, <laughs> and we have to start with the the Dominican excellence that is that is happening right now in uh, in the world. Uh, we we have to praise. We have to we have to show love. We have to give them their flowers because one, we have to focus so on. So everyone a- who is in Dominican, why don't you go make yourself a cup of coffee? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this ain't this segment ain't for you. Okay, <laughs> no, but DC United. Kevin Paredes, it is uh, being reported right now that a deal is almost over the line. I think that it's just pending a physical, according to Tom Bogert of MLSsoccer.com. Uh, uh, so Kev- Kevin Paredes, uh, the, the, the midfielder uh, for DC United, will be making a transfer to Wolfsburg in Bundesliga. And uh, this is uh, Kevin Paredes. I've been on the show. Uh, the, the, the young the Dominican American phenom, okay, right. the homie himself. Uh, so this is so. If you're such- counting, that's now two Americans in a Bundesliga relegation battle. You've got <laughs> Wolfsburg in 15th, uh, and you got Augsburg with uh, Ricardo Pepe in 16th. Okay, but set, but uh, the the reported fee is seven million dollars. Uh, 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 
it's kind of interesting because a lot of DC United fans were hoping to see Kevin uh, Paredes kind of grow at DC United. Become well, this uh, more... is the impressive part. He didn't do the thing that you would imagine like Ricardo Pepe did and a lot of players did, which is like make that, you know, start for a full season and shine move yet. Yeah. DC United, like, you know, Brendan Aronson played for a couple seasons, showed he was incredible, gets the move to Europe. Kevin Paredes hasn't started every game of a season, hasn't been a lock-in starter. He's still in that development stage, and Wolfsburg saw that and still put out a pretty good fee yeah, I mean, for so, but, essentially a kid. It's, look, but yes, when you, you, you know, you, when you can eye, when you got an eye for talent like Wolfsburg does, and you mm-hmm. see a Dominican phenom like Kevin Paredes, you're like, you know what? This is, we know this is going to work because you can, you can, you can see the, the, just the, the, the potential, the shine. Right? They said, they called him and the first thing they said in the German accent was, que lo que, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. like, I hope he Dominicans it up too when he shows up, you know what I mean? He shows up. With a hookah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he, he shows up dressed like Big Poppy, right? Know? And Big Poppy, we saw Big Poppy just got uh, inducted uh, into the the Hall of Fame, and we saw what he was wearing. Okay, you see the Bro, fit. That, you think it's a baseball Hall of Fame, dude? He got inducted into two: the baseball and the Tigre Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need to see Kevin bring that style to Alemania, bro. That's what we, we need. need. <laughs> Bro, we need we need the clothing to be so bright that all them Germans, when you turn around, are wearing sunglasses. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're they're peeling back like this. I need I need fine silks to make its way to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, man. So I'm absolutely proud for Kevin Paredes. So uh, shouts to you. I'm sure his, him and his family are, are incredibly excited. All right. We're going to be talking to another uh, Latino uh, in just a little bit. Ana Yurka of Telemundo will be joining us. Uh, so come right back. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast episode. We just want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors. Actually, it's us, and it's our Twitch channel. That's right. You know, you've seen us on, on Fubo TV. You've, seen, you've listened to us on the podcast. Maybe you've uh, clicked like on one of our personal seductive photos on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> you know how we love those thotty pics. <laughs> okay. We're trying to, we know the game, all right? We're not going to. Anything for, for likes and views, baby. Yo, that that's, you know, that's, that's what you got to do nowadays. But we're also on Twitch. We live stream uh, every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time for Prem Show. Uh, but we do other stuff as well. We do watch alongs. Uh, we, you know, we, we, we uh, interview people. Uh, it's a, we play FIFA. Uh, and we're going to be doing a lot more stuff on there. So, Join us on Twitch. Hit the follow button. It is free. That's right. So just go to twitch.tv slash soccer cooligans or make it easy for yourself and just go to eltwitch.com. That's E-L-T-W-I-T-C-H-E dot com. And that'll bring you right to our account and hit that follow button right now. What you waiting for? All right, Christian, our guest is finally here. And what an honor. I got a chance to do a quick interview uh, with this person uh, mm-hmm. In the middle of the halftime of a Premier League match, it was on Telemundo, and it was the first time I've been a comedian for 12 years. I graduated college with two degrees in three years, and it's the first time my mother's been proud of me. It's because <laughs> I spoke to this person, and you have you, no idea. <laughs> you know, I mean, when, whenever you say the two degrees thing, I'm like, how did he, he barely can read. How did he, no. how did he get both of them? <laughs> See, but the thing is, you don't have to take any tests if you just walk in and steal two degrees off the wall. I mean, why, I don't understand why this is a hey, big issue. no questions but, asked. <laughs> but let's talk to our guest. <laughs> Look, I got two degrees. I don't know who these guys' names are on there. But let's talk to our guest. The absolute honor, the pride, and I'm going to say this, 
wildly incorrectly, Tegucigalpa. <laughs> I hope I said that correct. <laughs> the pride of Tegucigalpa, Honduras. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ana Yurka, everybody. Ana, what's up? <laughs> Thank you so much. And please kiss your mother for me. And I really want to know what school did you attend it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I went to uh, I went to clown college. No, I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's great because you're always making people laugh. Christian, nice to meet you. Nice yeah. to finally meet you as well. I know you met Alexis, yes, at, at Premier League Live, and it was uh, it was it was so cool to see that you know it was an exciting thing for the Cooligans to get for the Cooligans to get some representation on Telemundo. You are obviously at Telemundo Deportes, and probably the first question I, I have to ask because, like Alexis mentioned how proud his mom was to see him on Telemundo. We all grew up uh, on Telemundo. My parents are from Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. It is. It was on all the time, all the characters, all the shows, no, from novelas to, to, <laughs> to news. It, it's, it is a, a, an institution that is very important to the Latino community. So what is it simply like getting to work there and build your career at Telemundo? Oh, thank you. That's so nice. I'm glad you watched La Doctora Polo and all the novelas. <laughs> day. My mom does the same thing. It, it is honestly, it's, it's, it's a blessing. Uh, uh, I know it is a, a huge blessing for me because I used to watch it when I was uh, growing up. I was watching Maria Celeste, Anal Rojo Vivo and, and everything. And I was like, hey, one day I might yeah. be on TV and I wish I could be just like her doing my thing and everything. And now I come to this building and I practically, I, I'm kind of like um, the mayor of Telemundo Center. Every, I know everyone. I know if there was a voting situation, I would be crowned the mayor of Telemundo. Yeah. It's, it's really cold inside Telemundo. And at the same time, it's warm because we're all Latinos. It's very like, it's crazy because we get the Cubans, the Dominicans, the Colombians, uh, a Honduran. It's yeah. so it's it's wild. Okay. We gotta ask the question. We gotta ask the question. You probably you guys are probably in cubicles and stuff. Who's the loudest on the phone? Be honest. Who are the loudest people? <laughs> I don't know. That's a fair competition. I'm from Honduras, and trust me, trust me, I am louder than a lot of Cubans around here. So that's, that's I think impressive. that's a Latino thing. That's, that's a Latino impressive thing. because yeah. I've, Cubans whispering could blow out your earlobe. You know what I mean? Like, Oye, quiere cafecito? Oye, no se lo diga nadie, pero lo que te voy a decir aquí mismo es un secreto. It's yeah. You know, we're in the know. middle of a Premier League game, and we're like yeah. this. And uh, uh, Manuel Sol is saying something. Copan Alvarez is doing the play-by-play, -play and all of a sudden, a Cuban, "Hey, who wants cafecito?" And it's crazy, but I you think it's a Latino thing. We all right, scream. Right. <laughs> Forget who's the loudest. Which accent was the most difficult for you to become comfortable with? Because sometimes, for those of us in the Caribe, <laughs> it's a little difficult to understand. Mexicans when they speak, especially together because it's a little sing-songy. And then the first time I heard two Dominicans talk to each other, mm. I was like, I don't even think that's Spanish. <laughs> and I know Cubans, we barely finish trouble. any words. <laughs> no. You're going to get me in trouble with that but question. As, but when you move from Honduras to, to, to Florida, at first, what was the most difficult accent for you to sort of relate to? 
or I'm understand. Sorry, Christian, I have to say, I... Dominicans, I <laughs> still you. have a hard time. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't. You understand. know what? It's because it's because there's too much swagger. <laughs> in yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, in, in I don't know about these Jamaicans how to speak Spanish. I'm like, that's Spanish. <laughs> no, but honestly, I used to work in a local station in Orlando. That's when I started uh, living in the states, and I used to go and cover the Tampa Bay Rays games or the Orlando Tragic. I mean, the Orlando Magic. <laughs> and whenever there was someone, you know, like when you are doing color stories with the audience, yeah. like, what, what did you think about the game or whatever? And the Dominicans started talking. I was like, hilarious no man it, it is it, it is such a cool thing and you know and, and as far as um you know being latinos in see in soccer right a, a, a Cuban, a Dominican in the American soccer world, even to other Latinos, we have to we have to prove ourselves. Right. You, you know, it, <laughs> yeah. it's like a, it, it's like this weird hierarchy or, or whatever. But it, it must be a cool thing, it, you know, especially on Telemundo. Even uh, I remember, you know, Alexa had mentioned you were asking him about Liga MX. Mm-hmm. And 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 what team to to support and uh you know for, from as a as a journalist as a reporter making those you know did, did you make a like a decision on on a team to support do you have to stay neutral uh, what's it like for you I think that was in the I don't know in the old times I think now I I I think we are all allowed to say hey I support this team or this team or that team yeah. I think it even gives you more credibility because if you're saying hey I love this team I'm going to suffer with this team I'm going to support it but at the same time whenever I'm talking about uh I don't know a game specific and they suck and the other one is doing good <laughs> and you're saying it it gives you more credibility I think now we're more open to say it. Now, I don't remember if I told you which You're team Chivas, you should right? support. I, I like the Chivas because they're all Mexicans. And I think the more teams in, in our countries uh, have this system, it's better for the national teams. That's right, just right. my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just think that. So I like uh, supporting Chivas, although they suck. They're really, really, really bad. <laughs> you... I don't know if you guys should go for Necaxa. Maybe maybe you guys can adopt Necaxa. You know, they have long enough history to be okay. respected. Uh, I don't know, they're cute because it was Don Ramon's team, you know, from El ne- Chavo del Ocho. Ne- oh, wow. Ne- uh, Nekaxa played a friendly against our MLS team, NYCFC, uh, a couple of years ago. This was a, a preseason match. So I'm, I'm watching and I'm like, oh, you know what? This is maybe four or five years ago. I'm like, oh, the, the level of MLS has to be at a pr- pretty even with Liga Mech Nekaxa. Who, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, with yeah. all due respect, I was like, what's Nekaxa? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I, watched what the, then I watched the game and I'm like, are we like a, a U14 team playing <laughs> against? Why are they so good? I mean, and with just the level of, of pretty much, you know, a, a top table or lower table. Yeah. Liga MX team is still pretty, pretty high. But I also, I want to be, you know, look, I already suffer. I'm an Arsenal fan. I've had a good time watching so NYCFC. <laughs> I know, right? I've watched NYCFC win a trophy. It's been amazing. I want more. Mm-hmm. So sh- why shouldn't I just become a, uh, you know, like a Club America fan? Right? Oh, no, 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 no
easy, okay? It's whatever I say, oh, yeah, my team, my team, I go for Real Madrid. It's easy to be a Real Madrid fan, a Manchester United fan, now a Manchester City fan. Uh, I mean, no, you have to choose a team where you are suffering. And they right. have their good times, like Necaxa had the... You know, the good times in the 90s and everything from the 90s is coming back. So you could do Necaxa. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. What about uh, Rayados? They got that cool mountain in the background. No, they're too powerful. <laughs> they have too much too much money. No, he's no. got the most we're money. It's Blue America, right? No, we're poor people. We cannot be regios. Okay? I'm already a Knicks fan. I got. Like, I wish we were the Orlando Tragic. You know what I mean? That's well, you know what? Yes. Unless he suffers a lot already. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, you know you... I, I, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll right, be an Americanista. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the other, I also wanted to talk uh, maybe a little bit about Liga Max Femenil, right? Because we've been seeing uh, mm -hmm. a, a couple uh, incredible uh, matches. You know, the, the support is, is really, really there. Even, you know, the, the, the internet is still you know either th that machismo that just like dumb comments and stuff like that but when you see the yeah. level of support uh especially in Liga mm -hmm. MX Femini there's been some in incredible matches uh with with tons and tons of fans what what's that uh kind of feeling like to get to see something like that and then to cover it a little bit as well it's really cool because you know that they're getting there you know it's getting it's getting better before you you didn't see anybody in the stadiums like you know they they would they would get the girls playing like I don't know two hours before the the men's team just right. to, to get like entertain people you know like whenever they when when they do that with the with the youngsters right, right so yeah. nobody knew who they were and all of a sudden I think after 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 France 2019 I think after the World Cup this last World Cup in France. The women's soccer got a lot, lot more attention. And in Mexico, you've seen the Clásicos, like the Clásico Regio. We're making fun about how rich the Regios are, like Monterrey and Tigres. But they do things good, and they are investing in them. And you can see, like, I, I, I remember I was watching a Clásico Regio, like, a, a couple of tournaments ago. And I was literally crying because it, it was full. It was the yeah. whole, the, 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 the full stadium, like just cheering on them. And it was, it was really, really cool, but they still have a lot of work to do. Okay. Okay. The, what uh, do you think the about like, you know, when it comes to the national teams, obviously, um, you know, whether it's women's or men's, there's a ton, ton of passion in Mexico uh, for mm -hmm. uh, the national team. But there's also with that comes all of the pressure on top of that, now you obviously you're Hondureña, but being with Telemundo, you have to cover the Mexican national team. It's probably the yeah. most important unit that you cover at Telemundo, <laughs> probably gets the most attention. What is it like for, you know, Tata Martino? Is it, you know, is he comfortable right now? <laughs> uh, is there is there pressure? Is he sweating? Is there ever a chance to relax when you're the national team? Right? <laughs> the water started to recede. Uh, and what do you think? You think they have a chance? Making this world I think they're starting to. Uh, like, I, they started to think. You know how that 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 meme on on social media. Whenever they used to see, you yeah, start yeah, seeing Marxism <laughs> getting like this. Yeah. I think they're starting to get Tata Martino like that and trying to. And they're getting like you know those ghosts from Chepo de la Torre coming back because they're suffering. I mean, this next game is so 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 important like if they don't win this game 
he's going to be in, in deep, deep, deep trouble. <laughs> yeah. In deep trouble. <laughs> yes, I mean, come on. They had a horrible, horrible 2021. Right. They lost the three games against the U.S. And, and, and horrible. Horrible. Yeah. But then I think, it, yeah, the Nations League final was first. Then I think it was the Copa Oro final and then the, 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 the qualifying the qualifier, game. Yeah. So no, no, no. <laughs> Trust me. If they if they see if they if they would watch the women's national team playing like right now, they would be happy with them. I mean Licha Cervantes, <laughs> that girl, she's like right. <laughs> give it to me. I'm gonna score everything I get. But when it comes to the men right now, they're just they're just not getting it. Well, so it, they're better they can't, pick it up. If they can't find goals, call her up instead. They're not calling Chicharito. So, you know, <laughs> they need help. No, no, no. He started good. He started good. Oh, man. There he comes Chicharito. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Land well, I know over. There, is a, there is another World Cup qualifier coming up between the U.S. and Honduras. Honduras is having a bit of... <laughs> you they're can't even bring up the name. A bit of a tough time in these qualifiers. Uh, they were, I believe, in last place. Uh, but look, the, the, this match is obviously going to be very, very difficult. But anything can happen in these qualifiers. The one thing that is interesting is that this game will be in Minnesota. Yeah, it's going to be very, very cold. Yeah. Honduras mm-hmm. is a not cold, not a cold country. By are they by training enemies. at the tops of mountains? <laughs> How are they going to do this? <laughs> they don't nope. even know. They don't even have a place to train. <laughs> no, honestly, dude. Like I'm, I'm. I was watching. I was literally uh, last night. I was uh, going through, you know, like the images of the the the, um, the trainings and every like of every team. And whenever I saw like Jordan Morris, which he's back, his experienced guy, like with the snow and everything, I was like, in Ohio, it's gonna be in the thirties, <laughs> but in Minnesota, like for El Salvador, for for guys. They're going right. to freeze their bubble, right? <laughs> but then for Honduras, it's going to be three degrees. Three degrees. Like the coldest, the coldest, coldest, coldest you get in Honduras, it would be, I don't know, 72, 70. Wow. <laughs> so, no, no, no. It's going to be brutal. But you know what? I think that was bad of U.S. soccer, not because of Honduras or El Salvador. I think it's bad for the U.S. team. Why would you make it harder for them? I mean, you have the U.S. like players uh, in Europe. I mean, Chelsea, Juventus, Leipzig, uh, Barcelona. And they're not just part of the team. They're playing, okay? Right. They're playing yeah. at those clubs. And then you have Honduras, like, horrible team. Like, qu- the quality is just like, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, comparing... Uh, El Olympia with Manchester City, like something like that. <laughs> and you and you have to go to a cold place. Come on, yeah. I think it's, it's just. Yeah, no. I wonder what you're, you know, even as Latinos, we think about it as well because, you know, U.S. soccer is they're 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 strategizing. Right. They they, mm-hmm. they play in places where they don't think that the, the way support will be will be too high. And we know Latinos are everywhere. OK, we yeah. we, we love this country just as much as anybody else. We'll We're find a way. <laughs> we'll get there. And, but it is always seems to be this 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 strategy where sometimes it can feel a little bit. 
I, look, it, it, insulting uh, in a way mm-hmm. that it's, that the games are always in these cities where they think that there's less of that Latino, like, you know, contingency. But that was in the old times when nobody cared about the U.S. soccer in the States. Now, yeah. now if you have good soccer, people are going to support them. Like, I used to ask my friends, hey, why don't you support the U.S. team? Why don't you know about the U.S. team? And they said, because they suck, they never win. But they now they have good players. Now they're falling in love with their team. So I, I just I don't I don't get it. I mean, I get the point where okay, I need if I take them to Florida, it's gonna be full of Central Americans. But they also are gonna have a lot of yeah. U.S. supporters. I, I yeah. think it's, it's the, the U.S. The, the, they don't want to happen at the in the last cycle where at, at Rebel Arena against Costa Rica and it yeah. lost, I believe, two nil, two one. But that's the and, one city where but, but, <laughs> there's a ton of Costa Ricans. I mean, good God, it's like it's like playing the national, the Mexican national team at the Rose Bowl. I mean, you might as well just not even do it. And I agree with Anna. Why? You know, it's not like the Honduran team has to play in three degrees and the U.S. team gets to play in seventy. We're all in the same yeah. cold weather. This sucks for them. This also sucks for us. Yeah, exactly. And they're getting. You know, they're getting injuries and stuff. So can you imagine in the cold? Like, why would you do that to your players? No, no, no. Oh, you know, I, how, you I know think how hard the ground gets? It's oh. an advantage for the U.S. team. And I get it. And I support if they're doing that. Because, hey, whenever they go to San Pedro Sula, it's freaking 100 degrees. And they're like ugh, getting like, like ahogados. Like they can't even breathe <laughs> because it's so, so hot. So I get it. And I support that. But I think when you go Ohio, it's one thing. So that's okay. But Minnesota, like, I'm <laughs> sorry. that I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see if people are going to go to the stadium in St. Paul. I mean, if they, if we see a huge section of like Hondureños, just like who, you made it <laughs> oh, all no. the way. Out. No, no, no. They're going to be there. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be there. Yesterday, I was just talking about this yesterday on my Facebook and I'm like, hey, I, I, I blah, 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 blah. Whatever I was saying, I don't even remember exactly what I was posting, <laughs> but a lot of Hondurans. Oh, I live here and it's being found. I think yeah. in the tent. Oh, it's going to get cold. And I'm like, there's Honduran people there. So yeah. they're going to go anyway. You won't okay. see anything but their eyes as they're just covered in layers of scarves. <laughs> yeah, but they'll be blue be and like... white. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there will be blue and white everywhere. Um, <laughs> when you, you obviously get to cover so many amazing sports, being part of Telemundo, obviously football has to be your favorite. But what's your favorite competition to, to I guess, be a part of? Is it the World Cup? Is it the Olympics? Mm. My favorite, wow, that, that's a t- really tough question. Um, I think the biggest, of course, there's nothing bigger than the World Cup. I mean, whenever uh, we were in Russia, I remember the Egypt games were watched for half, half a million people watching an Egypt game when Mosala is not playing. Remember when Ramos yeah. broke him? So we were like, people are watching this game. So it is amazing because nothing is bigger than the World Cup. But I think uh, as a fan of sports, a sports fanatic, and as as a journalist, I think it's more rewarding the Olympics. Because when in the Olympics, you have to learn about a lot of sports that you're... I, I mean, I didn't grow up talking about triple jump 
or I don't know, <laughs> hockey sobre césped, or yeah. I mean, there's over a thousand athletes, and ninety percent of them are unknown. Like nobody knows about them. Yeah. So we have to know every story, and it's not like you can Google. Oh, let's I'm gonna Google Juanita Perez in triple yeah. jump, and you're gonna get it because they're not famous you know they're just they, so you have to dig and and do your homework uh in a different way you have to really get in in it and sometimes you're gonna be talking about soccer or i don't know whatever else gymnastics and you think they're a sport or a discipline it's not gonna be important and all of a sudden one of us latinos is doing something amazing yeah, yeah. and oh no, no <laughs> we have to cut to Whatever, like this yeah. time in, in Tokyo, I remember, guys, guys, we have to go to badminton. And I'm like, badminton? And a freaking Kevin Cordon from Guatemala was kicking ass. I'm sorry, yeah. can I say kicking yeah, ass? Yeah, kicking ass? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kevin Cordon was kicking ass. And I'm like, yes, I did my homework on badminton. Yeah. I can talk about it. So it's rewarding because you, you see that it's worth it, you know, like yeah. every single thing. I and that is such a a, um, a a great feeling. Like even if if we're not the, the you know the same kind of Latino from that country, mm -hmm. it's just like I'm supporting I'm supporting Kevin because yeah. he, <laughs> yeah. well, I, I love him. Honduran okay. curling team, I'd be <laughs> yeah. behind him all the way. Just I, <laughs> and I, love, I would but, love to see that just get called by the same guy who yells go. <laughs> <laughs> but, and this yeah. is what I really I, I, what I love about uh, you. You know, uh, especially uh, like Latino networks, is that there's something to the the Latino experience that that networks like Telemundo can capture, where it, it, it's the the pride is in. Who knows exactly what the pride? The pride is in the, yeah. the we, that we we all speak Spanish, that we eat arroz con habichuela. Like there's there's uh -huh. something <laughs> that holders. bonds us, and we're like we yeah. we need to <laughs> support this young man or woman at these games. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. It was it, it was really uh, um, amazing. To me, the Olympics are are everything. Like you get in at the end because there's like long, long days, like sixteen hour game days when you're just talking about game after game after game, and then go to that, go to that, and then what was this? And so at the end of the day, you say, hey, you know what? All that work, it was completely worth it, and. Yeah. You think, hey, who's going to care about if we talk about badminton or, or not? But then you get like their cousins or someone <laughs> in their barrio yeah. saw it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's on Telemundo. We're going to talk it. And, yeah. and sending you all those posts. Yeah. And it's, it's really it's really nice. It, it feels like I'm in the TV of the old times where it was really, really, it really matters. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, yeah. whatever we were saying <laughs> of course yeah yeah uh all right anna that was absolutely incredible thank you so much uh for everything so far we have to thank we have you. to get to our uh golasso gift right now this is your opportunity to celebrate a goal on our television show that we will clip and turn into a gift that will live on the internet forever oh no <laughs> Alexis will give you will give you a scenario, and you uh -huh. feel free to celebrate this goal uh, however you like. Uh, Alexis, what do you suggest? Uh, I think here's Yuka? a good scenario. Let's say you're playing just a fun weekend game. You're playing a little bit of soccer. Yet for some reason, somebody says, "Anna, if your team wins, 
Honduras qualifies for the World Cup. Now you, <laughs> in the last second, happen to score a beautiful free kick, goes right in the top corner, and you look over and you realize Honduras is going to the World Cup. How do you celebrate? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Can, do I do it now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Last, last minute goal? Yes. Corner kick, you said? Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here you go. Okay. <laughs> Here's the, by the way, don't ever if you if you're gonna rob you're gonna you are gonna get hit with hair and a thousand kicks. <laughs> if you mug on Yorka, you're gonna die from a thousand right, kicks. Right, right. You, you, she will she will uh, attack you with all four limbs at once. Yeah. yeah. Who is who is the uh, the girl in um, Street Fighter? I don't who remember, the, uh, man. The rapper Chun Li. Chun Li. I don't remember. Chun Li, right? Dude, oh man. <laughs> Don't play Amazing. with my don't play with Amazing, my feelings. Yeah. That's really mean. You know Honduras won't qualify. That's what Colasso gets. We're trying to keep Thank the dream God alive. I double nationality. I can root for the US. <laughs> You're gonna qualify. Uh, there you go. You're gonna qualify. You get to root for us. Anna, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute honor. Uh, we're huge fans of best. you. Who's a huge fans of all your work? Is there anything you want to let people know about before mm, we let you go? Uh, you have to watch the World Cup qualifying games. I mean, we have Mexico, Mexico, Jamaica. Poor Tata Martino, he needs to win that game. If not, all the love <laughs> for the Argentina is gonna be like, no, no, no. They're gonna make him a choripan if he doesn't win that game. And well, what else? What else? I don't know. Follow me on my social media. I'm going to start next month. I'm starting my own podcast. It's going to be called Sex, Sports, hey. and a Little Bit More. So I'm going to be telling you everything wow. about it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, look, is that's and that you know that covers everything in life uh, all those things right? yeah. exactly <laughs> exactly that's my list you know? <laughs> like pizza is the only thing i'd add <laughs> anna, uh, thank you so much uh, uh and again everybody follow uh, anna at anna yurka on uh, on all social channels uh, as well um you can follow us at soccer cooligans and make sure to uh subscribe to the football sports youtube channel for more clips and episodes of the show all right uh, Anna, let us end the show the way we normally do as is tradition. Thank you again for joining us so far. Anna Yurka, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Hooligans! Hooligans!